episode three of the Unconventional Coach podcast and this one has been highly requested for like a year. Um, this is going to be my labour story. Now there is one for next week which is just absolutely terrifying and I actually got really upset uh, thinking about it the other night because it just goes so fast. I mean anyone with babies who will tell you the same thing baby stage goes so fast and it really does and I just can't believe it's been a whole year nearly that I've pushed someone out of my vagina for the first time ever so I'm going to tell you what exactly happened when I pushed this child out of my vagina on that day 13th of March nearly a year ago um if you are going to listen to this because you're generally interested I would suggest watching my um YouTube video my expectations of my labor because it just puts in perspective how you can never plan anything um, and how different my expectations to what my reality was, okay? To name a few, in my YouTube video, I was like, yeah, I feel like I'm going to go into labour pretty soon, like right around my due date, maybe before um, I was two weeks late and I was induced. I was like, yeah, my waters are going to go when I'm at home. My waters went when a nurse physically broke them for me on a bed so that's just to to entice you into listening to this whole video so bear in mind it has been nearly a whole year and your body is very smart and your body basically tries to block out trauma so like you forget about things and your body does that with labor because it doesn't want you to remember how much pain you're in and like thinking about it now there was times I wasn't fucking excruciating pain which I will tell you about but there's other times where it wasn't like the actual giving birth and the contractions I didn't find very painful um but you're you're here the story so right let's start from beginning-ish so I ended up being 42 weeks late with bear so gestation and like in England I think it's 40 weeks is when you're full term but around the world it completely differs so in some countries full term pregnancies are 37 weeks others are 40 others are 42 weeks I think there might even be one that's 44 weeks is like considered full term so you can go over 40 weeks pregnant okay you can go up to 42 weeks but then after that you require um more um like um checkups to make sure that you're okay baby's okay because basically towards the end your placenta will start to like deteriorate and will stop supplying stuff to the baby so obviously you don't want that to happen so i am very lucky that i've done a hypnobirthing course now it's not like you hypnotize yourself okay it's not like that at all it's a really educational and just fucking amazing um video course i done about birth and labor and just reminding you that like women have been doing this for thousands of years we've been doing this in caves on our own without a midwife without gas and air for for fucking centuries okay it is natural for us to have babies and that really helped put me at ease because obviously a lot of people are like are you scared about giving birth like are you are you scared and it's like well of course you're gonna be scared because you've never fucking done it before okay but it's 100% natural and this course teaches you all about the breathing and it was just amazing it it, it puts things in a perspective that I can understand it describes labor as a muscle and contractions and 
and that as muscles working and tensing and stuff. So I was like, oh, I get this. Like, this is familiar lango. Lango? Lango? No, what's the saying? Lingo. Lango. Lingo. Um, so I'd done that. And basically, the last couple of weeks up until I actually gave birth were very stressful. In order for your body to go into labour, I think you need to release serotonin. I clearly was not. I had like two, three, maybe four false starts. So I thought I was going into labour and then I didn't. Um, so I was just getting very stressed and then they wanted to book me in to be induced. I really didn't want to be induced because when you are induced, it increases your risks of having to have a caesarean and having to have things like epidural because um, if you do uh, get induced and things aren't moving forward, they have to basically give you hormones to speed up your labour. So because it is getting speed up in a unnatural way, I do that whilst doing that weird quotation thing with your fingers, um, because your body hasn't gone into it labour itself, uh, like I say, it puts you at more risk of having complications. So I really didn't want that. I wanted to go into labour, I wanted to have my water birth um, and be done with it, <laughs> basically. Um, so I really didn't want to be induced. I booked myself an appointment because I had to go up at 42 weeks pregnant for an appointment to have a checkup, basically. I booked that and I was like, I'm not being induced. I'm just going to the hospital so they can check me. Got to the hospital and they were like, you're here for an induction. I was like, no, 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 I'm not. I want you to check me. And then they were really rude. They, one of this nurses, I remember her name. Her name was Vicky. And she was just like really judgmental and was like she basically scared ash into telling him to get me an induction she was like you know like the placenta can be failing it could be really dangerous at this point i was in the toilet i then came back and ash was like i think you should be induced and like i think you really should be induced and like he was nervous and scared and i was like no 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 like it's fine um but then another nurse came and she was really lovely and she was like look you're very big I'm sure you're fed up, I'm sure you wanna have your baby. And I was like, do you know what, love? You're right, let's go for it. So we ended up saying, let's get induced. So I had to then drop my car off home because Ash doesn't drive. So I had to drop my car off home. We went to Sainsbury's, got some snacks, got some things for my grandparents who were gonna come over and have Lola. Um, and I remember just being in Sainsbury's and being like, oh my God, I'm gonna have my baby soon. Like within the next day or two, I'm, he's going to be here and I was just so excited I was I was like I've made the right decision yes like we're going to do it so done all that came back to the hospital and they basically put you in like this room you're not in a labor ward you're in like a pre-labor ward so that's where you get induced how they induce you is they put something inside behind your cervix called a pessary which basically secretes the hormones that kickstart labor so they've popped that in popped that in me foofy for the Monday, so this is Monday the 10th, yes, Monday the 10th, because he was born on a Wednesday, so 10, 11, 12, 13, no, 10, 11, 12, 13, must have been the 9th, 9, 10, I literally don't know, Um. so this was the Monday, okay, so nothing really happened, Um. I was progressing, but nothing massively, I wasn't in like established labour, so we just sort of chilled and ate, and the hospital was nice and quiet, so that's what we did. Um, come the Tuesday, I had a sweep, so where they basically shove their fingers up your vagina, move stuff around. Basically, the whole goal at this point was to um, get me into established labour, which is where you're about four centimetres, um, or for my waters to break. So that's what we were waiting for. Um, 
again, things were moving slow. I started to have more contractions at this point. So I was having contractions and they weren't that bad. Um, and we got to the stage where she was like, right, you're ready to have your waters broke. Do you want me to do them? I was like, yeah, go for it. Oh my God. So she broke my waters, right? She's basically in me trying to, trying to pop them with like a little pin. Um, and they go on the bed and a fair bit did come out, but not as much as it would for the rest of like an hour or so. So they basically gave me nappies to wear um, because obviously you broke your waters, they can continue coming out, which they did. I would sit on the bull and it was getting me really upset because I just had so much liquid coming out my vagina, I couldn't even tell you. It was like I was wetting myself like constantly, but loads. Ash was having to dry on the floor, we were slipping everywhere, like it was not glamorous. We're in a room with like one or two other women and I am pissing all over the floor. Um, and they weren't really helping us, they weren't really clearing us up, and when my waters broke, that's when shit got real, so that's when I was having proper contractions, and he was, he was 10 pound one when he was born, okay, he was a big baby, he was like three fifths of his head down, so picture like being at like the ears, down into the cervix, ready to come out, so like engaged, and he had a foot in my rib, so that was the length of him, okay, he was on a nerve, in my back and I was in excruciating pain. My whole birth plan was to be like completely natural. I wanted a water birth. I didn't want to have anything but gas and air. And at this point, I was in so much pain. I couldn't get comfortable. I couldn't lay down. So when they check to see how far along you are, you have to lay down. And when I would lay down, because obviously I was laying on my back and he was on a nerve in my back, it would put more pressure on there and I literally would cry like she'd come and she'd be like right I need to check you and I'd literally be like please can I just do it like doggy style like please can I just be on my my all fours and you go up there like I can't lay on my back it was so painful I was like I'm gonna need the epidural I couldn't lay I couldn't sit I couldn't breathe and at this point I wasn't in established labor so I couldn't have any gas and air or anything this was the worst part of it so this is Tuesday where she's encouraging us to walk around gets things going, I was having contractions, I don't know how far apart they were, but I was having contractions, things were moving along. Like I say, we were waiting to get to that four centimetres. So when we finally got to four centimetres, this was probably Tuesday night at about 8 p.m. I wanna say, seven to eight, give or take. Um, and she's like, right, we can take you over to the pool. So what we were gonna do is I was gonna go in the pool, which is what I wanted anyway. Um, so she was like we need to get you into the pool and what we're going to try and do is flip him because he's on a nerve in your back that's why you're in this excruciating pain but like I say this nurse was a bit of a bitch and I think she sort of didn't believe me so when it came to going to the labour ward um, like where the pools are it's probably about a 20 metre walk I could not walk I was in so much pain I was like please can I have a wheelchair and she was like no you'll be fine walking's going to be good it's going to help him get down and I was just, I was in so much pain. I was crying, like literally I'd take two steps and have to stop and I was just crying. It was excruciating, okay? But got into the pool, a new uh, midwife had me. I'll never forget her name, her name was Rose and she was amazing, she was so lovely. Got into my room, I could have my music on, my pool was running, I was crying hysterically because I was in so much pain. I remember 
she was like, right, we just need to check you again before you get in the water and see how far along you are. And I remember there was like a bed on the floor in this room, like where the pool is. And I was like, I was like, please, like, don't, like, I'm in so much pain. Like, please, can I just can't. It took me about five minutes to lay on my back. And I remember just being like, I'm really sorry. Like, it just really hurts. And she was like, it's okay. And I laid on my back and I remember I was just proper sobbing. I was in so much pain. And I remember looking up at Ash and Ash was crying because obviously I'd been in so much pain for so long and there's nothing he can do. And then seeing him cry made me cry. But she was like, right, like you're four or five centimetres, don't know, uh, you can get in the bath. And I was like, cool. So I got in the bath and again, I just couldn't get comfortable. Like, honestly, it was like, have you ever had it where you have like a sharp pain in your bum hole? Like shooting pain in your bum hole. We've all had that. I've had that not even when I'm in labour, just like shooting pain in my bum hole. It was like that, but constantly, and just, I couldn't get comfortable, couldn't get pain, like I was shifting around. I had a bit of gas and air at this point, didn't like it, it made me feel sick, and I was like, no, 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 don't like that, take that away from me. Got in the pool, was basically like leaning on my front to try and flip him, and this is like Tuesday night, so I've then... I don't know how how long went past. Ash fell asleep on the bed. I was in the pool. I remember I was dreaming, right? This is going to sound so weird. I was dreaming and in the pool. So I'm laying, picture me sitting on my knees with my hands over the bath, laying with my head above the water, okay? So I'm asleep and I'm dreaming. And I had a dream that this little girl was going to fall off a wall. So I've literally, it sounds like a movie, so my nose, literally the tip of my nose, like, touched the water and woke me up, and I was like, Ash, get her, and he was like, what? I was like, oh, sorry, I was dreaming, the girl, she was going to fall off the wall, and he's like, all right, crazy, Um, and then I was like, oh my god, I am not in pain, he's moved off my nerve, and I felt fucking fabulous, oh, it was like the biggest relief, it felt like I had already given birth at this point, so the midwife comes back in, how are we doing? Fuck me, Rose, I feel 10 times better. I was like, can I get out the pool? I like, have a little bounce on my ball. She was like, yeah, that sounds fine. So at this point, I'm in proper labour, maybe about six centimetres. And I'm happy as Larry bounced on my ball, listening to my music. I got back on the gas and air. Highly recommend it. It was lovely. I was high as a kite and just loving life, like I said, I had my music on, I was bouncing on my ball, sucking my gas and air, and I was happy as Larry, and at this point, I can honestly say that I, I was in pain, like, obviously, I was having contractions, and they were painful, but they weren't, they weren't as painful as, as I thought, okay, but I think that is just, because I was in so much pain when he was on the nerve, when he got off my nerve, it felt like I was, like, it felt like I had a weight lifted off my shoulders, felt like I'd lost about £10 one already um so the nurse the midwife actually said to me after I had bear she was like I was getting really worried because I thought you weren't progressing because I wasn't screaming and do you know what I mean I wasn't I was handling my contractions really well and honestly that was just because I was breathing and I learned that from my hypnobirthing course so I was breathing in for like three out for four and it was just I felt really chilled I felt good the gas and air was probably helping with that not gonna lie but I felt fine um and then they checked me again she was like right you are like eight 
eight, seven or eight centimeters were gonna take you to your other birthing pool. And I was like, what? So literally, I and one other lady were the only people in the whole ward. So this lady had had her baby, I remember hearing her scream, um, and that was it. And I was the only person giving birth at that time, okay? So we've I've shuffled to the other room, walking, um, and then they're running this huge pool, like literally it's massive. And that was gonna be my birthing pool. So the lights are like dimmed a little bit. I've got like lights on in the pool, which is quite cool. Um, and they did their last check. Yep, you're nine, you're ready to start pushing. So we get in the pool. I was pushing for May, I think about an hour, okay? So at this point, I'm in like a knelt position. So I'm knelt with my belly facing the, the the wall of the pool and Ash is like at my head, like stroking me, telling me to push and stuff. And the only way I can describe it, okay? And again, I don't, I didn't feel pain at this point. The only way I can explain it is that I felt like my bones were moving. Like literally I could feel him moving my bones, okay? Like as I'm pushing Bear out. Um, after about an hour, I think it was about 50 minutes, the head was out and he got stuck, okay? So I'm in the pool and I knew he was stuck. Really, it should be head out, one or two pushes out. So I just, I remember, and at this point as well, I couldn't feel my contractions. This is Wednesday morning. So he was born at 4.52 on Wednesday. I had got in the pool like early to early Wednesday morning, okay? So I've been in labor for like three days. Um, so at this point, I couldn't feel my contractions. I was just listening to my body. My body was physically pushing. And again, not to be gross, but you know when you have a really big poo and you're pushing your poo and it gets to the point where like your stomach just does the rest and pushes it out, that's what happens. So. I couldn't feel my contractions, my body was just pushing, I was just letting it do what it needed to do, but he got stuck with that, she's pushed the big red buzzer and was like, right Jamie, you need to get out, um, so I'm like, what, what, so I've, I've stood up, got out, Ash is in complete shock, Bear is, Bear's head is hanging out of my vagina, okay, she's like, right, get your leg over the, over the bath, so I've had to get out of the bath with Bear, head hanging out of me, shuffled over to the bed, right? Four, three or four nurses have then run in and I've they've laid me down on the bed and two nurses have shoved my legs back towards my chest and they've said like, push, one push and he was out, okay? They've put him on my chest and I mean, it's like, in for me, it was like instant love. Ash was by the pool still in like complete shock because obviously he said that he just saw Bear's purple face hanging out of me and he was just like, oh my God, don't blame him. So he was there. Then when I pushed Bear out, he was down the other end and saw. Um, and then they put him on my chest and then Bear, uh, Ash came to my head and Bear was obviously like purple. And I remember he didn't cry. So I was like, come on baby, like cry. And then he did cry. And then we had like, um, in my birthing plan, I had planned for like a delayed cord clamping. So basically your placenta is supplying the baby with all the blood and stuff. So 
as long you you should try and basically not have the cord cut straight away because there could be a lot of blood in your placenta and not in the baby so your placenta is constantly filtering blood and if it gets cut straight away not as much blood is in the baby so i wanted a delayed cord clamping it's called i couldn't have that i assume because he got stuck like it was obviously a bit complicated so they were like we need to cut the cord i was like okay that's fine i also didn't want an injection to get my placenta out so your placenta has to come out you have to give birth to your placenta and i didn't want to have the injection that basically makes it happen i wanted to just let it happen naturally but i think i was bleeding quite a lot so she was like we need to get your placenta out i need to give you the injection i was like okay that is fine and it's all just a bit of a blur like i was saying to ashley the other day i was like i can't even remember dressing him for the first time I don't know if I did it, I, he said that we did it, I don't remember, I honestly don't remember, but I remember him being on my chest, and him being big, and the nurse being like, look at the size of him, and then I remember being like, oh my god, Ashley's got a bum chin, and we've both got bum chins, and he had this big bum chin in the middle of his of his chin, and I was just like, oh my god, like, he's, he's gorgeous, um, they took him off of me, and was cleaning him up and I remember them taking him off me and I looked down at my belly and where he was laying on me like and his body on my stomach the side that he had been laying my stomach was like caved in I was like oh my god Ash look it was the weirdest thing ever because obviously my body's just got rid of whatever was in there it was so weird it was so weird um so Bear's body temperature was a little bit low because obviously we were in the pool and because he got stuck we were in the pool a little bit longer so he got a little bit cold so we had to stay in until the Thursday afternoon so we had to be monitored for 24 hours just to make sure his temperature was okay which it was he was absolutely perfect um and I remember just after just being in like like the thing is you can't even remember like I say your body like blocks this out but I remember bleeding a lot after i had a lot of blood loss i didn't tear i'm so thankful i didn't tear considering how big he was um i honestly think that it was because i had a water birth for the for the majority of it obviously last bit i was laying on my back on a bed while two women shoved my legs behind my head but for the majority of it i was in the water that is a lot more relaxing you've got gravity on your hands because you're on your knees the worst the worst birthing position you can be in is on your back on a bed because you haven't got gravity on your side and it actually tilts you um but again you learn that on your hypnobirthing course so if you do or as and when you do have a baby do a hypnobirthing course because there are, you learn so much but I remember just after being in complete utter like I just remember just looking at him and just oh I was just so in love I was just so in love with him I remember Ash fell asleep on the chair and like on the other side of the room and I was just awake and I was just staring at Bear and I was like oh my god like this is mine like I made him but again it's such it's such a blur there's so much more I could have said about this and like all the little ins and the outs and the details like by the time we went to the the shops i walked to the the petrol station opposite the road in my pajamas to help my contractions or going up and down the stairs sideways to help help him come down eating in the food court and having contractions while i was trying to eat and the midwife trying to feed me biscuits while i was bouncing on my ball because i hadn't eaten for like two days and oh my god the sip of i love pink lemonade um 
Lucasaid and I remember I had a, a bottle of it and I remember taking a sip of it after and it like touched my soul and it was just oh my god it was like the best thing ever um but that is the majority of my labor story sorry I rambled on for like 24 minutes but like I say there's just so much and if I cut and if I didn't say what I have said it wouldn't make sense you know what I mean but so much goes on all I can say is it was the best experience and I'm not I I loved I loved it I loved being in labor I loved giving birth as soon as he got off the nerve in my back that was excruciating so if people ask me like oh how did you find childbirth I feel like it was actually fine um so yeah that's it I hope I hope you enjoyed hearing of my of my labor and my birth with my little baby boy and I just can't believe he's going to be one next week it's just crazy oh dear right that is me done I will be off ski thank you very much for listening I hope you enjoyed it and please watch the labor expectations video on my youtube to just lull at the reality of my actual labor and childbirth but again I would do it again in a heartbeat I wouldn't change a thing it was perfect bear is perfect and I'm just so grateful for the whole the whole experience of giving birth um and yeah Thank you all for listening and I will catch you in the next podcast.